and welcome back to the hashtag own your different show. My name is Madison Dornkamp and we are on episode seven. Honestly, I can't believe we're on episode seven. I can't believe that I have been smart enough to figure out how to record a podcast seven times and get it out into the internet world. Pretty shocked. But today, we have a few different topics we're jumping into. And first off, we're starting with the importance of trying new things. If you saw my blog post this week, you saw that we tried wake surfing. And I have never done anything like this before. This is kind of what inspired my 100 Things project. But like I said last week, it's been derailed, so I've had to pivot in a lot of areas. But mostly I had wanted to try new things or try things you're scared of or you wouldn't have done otherwise or kind of whatever fear could potentially be holding you back. So that being said, Saturday, yeah, it was Saturday last week, we were down, I was down in Texas. I met up with my friends, Tommy and Whitney, and I was staying with them. And we met up with my friend Denton and his family out on the lake, out on the boat, One thing that I should have mentioned that I didn't mention is that I was extremely hungover that morning because if you know me, you know I don't drink very much alcohol. And I'm usually a complete ding dong when I do because (laughs) I've been eating really healthy. I've been doing isogenics, which I'll get into a little bit later, but when you don't eat very much, it's really hard not to get drunk at a very fast pace. That being said, I think I drank some champagne and maybe a couple shots and was dying, dying on Saturday. Also, I'm recording this in the middle of the day and I normally record this in the evening and my dog decided that she's going to eat right now. So if you hear these little sounds in the background, shout out to Hartley for deciding that she wanted to have breakfast at 4 p.m., because that's exactly what she's doing, is eating. So I am I apologize, but I'm also not re-recording. So you get what you get, and you don't pitch a fit. Moving on, importance of trying new things. Okay, I was hungover, self-inflicted stupidity for sure, which means that I probably wasn't 100% anyways. By the time we got to the boat, though, and we were getting on, I felt good. Like, I... I felt pretty normal. I will say I was also exhausted from the week. The week itself had been so tired, but that's really nothing new for me. I'm usually pretty tired on the weekends. Anyways, Denton, my friend Denton, was a pro. So good at all all of the things. It was unreal. It was so good. And he was the first one to go. So it's like, oh my gosh, can't like me. Can't be that hard. But I also haven't really been, I'm not super comfortable in the water yet. I mean, I'm striving to be, but I'm just not super, super comfortable in it yet. For some reason, I have this bizarre fear of drowning, which clearly that's a, that's a real fear. People could drown. Like that's, that's an actual fear. So that fear sometimes still slows me down. Anyways, we tried wake surfing. I was awful. I mean, honestly, I'm not naturally good at anything. I love how people are like, oh, you're naturally at this, naturally that, naturally an athlete. No, I'm not naturally good at anything. I am average at best naturally at anything, period, just how it is. 
Um, but the moral of this story, other than I clearly didn't drown because I'm speaking to you, wear a life jacket. That's my second tidbit. But the important thing here is that I tried, my friends Tommy and Whitney both tried, and none of us had done it before, and we just did something new. And doing something new, even if you fail, I believe gives you such encouragement. And it gives you a better sense of knowing who you are. Because if you never try anything new and you always continue to do the same things day in and day out and expect that one day your life is going to turn out different or you're going to be a better person and you've just done the same thing for 70 years, it's not happening. Hartley has now decided to drink after she's eight. Are you done? Oh, we're done because she's out of food and water. All right, folks. Much better. Sorry. And the thing about trying new things is realistically, what's the worst case scenario that could happen? You're not good at it. You fail. You hate it. I mean, there's really not that many bad things that can happen. So I encourage you, I know especially this summer is so different because people are like, I'm, I put it on Instagram and so many people are like, staying inside, not traveling like I used to. You can still find new things to do staying inside or staying safe from the coronavirus. There's especially in Colorado, like if you're in Colorado, there is something that you can do in this state outdoors, safe from the coronavirus that you haven't done before. So this is me encouraging you to do something new. Try something new, face the fear, get get outside of your comfort zone because that comfort zone tends to hold us back. And like I mentioned, I said I was doing isogenics. I have been doing isogenics for about two or three weeks now. It is a program where you do shakes and cleanses and it's been around for I think since 2009 maybe but I'm obsessed. I'm so obsessed. I did it to get energy because I love myself a good nap, but you can't take a nap every day. That's just not realistic. So I'm drinking these drinks called Bia, which are all natural, all natural energy drinks. And I'm obsessed. They're so good. They're so good. And I did the cleanse this week and I had so much energy. I mean, I probably only ate 600 calories that day. Technically, you're not supposed to eat that many, but your girl likes to eat. And I had so much energy. I just thought it was unreal. So I'm sharing it with you. If you're interested in more information about isogenics, DM me and we can chat or you can email me at madisondorncamp at gmail.com. I probably shouldn't have plugged my personal email in there, but I did. So here we are. Or text me. I know a lot of people that listen to this, you have my phone number. So if you want to learn more about isogenics, want to work on your health, want to work on your energy, you just let me know and we'll talk. Another thing, since we're on the topic of energy, I get asked a lot about productivity, which is kind of weird, but also not weird because I'm naturally a very busy human. I like being busy. There's people in life that like to be busy and there's people in life that don't like to be busy. So let's talk productivity. This is going to sound insane. My first productive hack is to make sure that you've rested. And what I mean by that is you cannot put your effort 
into anything, a job, living, a significant other, children, anything else, if you are trying to pour from an empty cup. Meaning, you have to take care of yourself before you are ever going to be productive. Period. Bottom line. Whatever that looks like for you. For me, that means I have my full morning routine. That means I really need to be left alone at some points during the day. I just do. I really like to be left alone, and then I like to have a significant amount of attention just who I am. But I know that, and I know that if I'm going to kick ass in my job or be present in the moment when I'm on a date or when I'm with friends, that I have to be prepared. I have to be my best self. And to do that, that means I would have had to work out. I would have had to eat pretty well. I would have had to be in the right headspace. And sometimes that means you take a nap in the middle of the day. I know that sounds so silly because I just said how much energy I have because of my Bia drinks. But you have to be able to take care of yourself first before you're ever going to be productive. Period no exceptions. You have to be your number one priority because no one is ever going to prioritize you at number one and your self-care at number one. Because self-care is really, really a thing right now. I mean, I don't think a decade ago it was. But it's so important. Maybe that means you read a book. Maybe that means you go for a walk. Maybe that means you just stand for five minutes in the sunshine and just soak up some vitamin D, whatever that looks like to you. Number one, take care of yourself. Number two, time blocking. I have this little cube that has, it's like, I think it's five, 10, 20, and 30 minutes on it. And I will try to time block things. So this means that if I am doing emails, sometimes I'll only set that for 30 minutes. And if it's at 30 minutes and I'm not done, then I should have figured out how to do my emails faster or I'll reset it a little bit, maybe 10 more minutes. But I think it's important to know where your time's going. This also means time on your phone, screen time. How many times a day do you pick up your phone? A lot. My answer to you is a lot. No one needs to be responded to immediately for anything. Most of the time, things will work themselves out. That is what I've learned in the last year. If I just let everybody do whatever they were going to do anyways, I don't care, you sent me an email, maybe you called me. Unless something's burning down and it's like, SOS, I need you to answer the phone. You'd call back again if it was, and then I'd probably answer. But nobody needs an immediate response. And on top of that, I challenge you, how many times a day do you look at Instagram? I hear this from so many people. I hear, oh, I want to start this side hustle, but I don't have time. No, let's just be, get to the cold, hard truth right here. You have time. You're just using the time you have very shittily. Because if you wanted to start a side hustle bad enough or you wanted to pursue a different career, Stop getting on Instagram unless Instagram's your career and then by all means double down on that shit and get after it. But if you're just like, oh, I'm multitasking, you're not multitasking. You're literally on your phone. You're picking up your phone and you're looking at something and now you're scrolling. So if that's you, set a timer. You can do, there's, um, 
the settings in for all of your apps that can tell you how long you've been on there and it'll kick you off. So maybe you only put 30 minutes a day on Instagram. 30 minutes a day is what? I mean, three and a half hours a week. That's a long time. I hope I did the math right. If not, I'm sure someone will let me know. But that's a long time to be on social media. But when you think about it, like I get my screen time, it sends you the text for the screen time or the notification. And I've actually been off Instagram a lot more. I need to get better at posting a little bit more, um, at least on my stories. But it'll tell me how long I've been on there. Three and a half hours a day. I mean, there's sometimes there's times that I've been on there for six or seven hours a day. What am I doing for seven hours a day text like with looking at my phone? So if you want to be productive, unless it involves talking on the phone, get off your phone. Like seriously, when I'm working, my phone is tucked away. Half the time I can't even find the darn thing and have to get on my watch and hit the little dingy button so I can try to find it. So that's productivity hack number two. Well, actually, that was like number three because it was like two and three together. My next one for you, also not going to be a productivity hack, really. Drink more water. If you want to think better, you want to be more productive, you have to be drinking almost a gallon of water a day. No exceptions. And I know you're probably thinking, Madison, that's a lot of water. We're all not fish. Girl, boy, whoever's listening, whoever whoever you are, chug that shit. Drink more water and your body will work better. Your brain will work better. You will be more productive. My other thing is, is I like to batch things together. Meaning, I do all my emails at the same time. I do all my invoices at the same time. I invoice on Wednesdays. I invoice almost everything I have on Wednesdays. Because to me, that's easy. I'm in the same zone. I'm invoice, 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 done. Maybe that doesn't work for you. That's something that you'll have to try out and find out yourself. Or maybe maybe you're someone who likes to jump around. But if you're going to jump around, you have to complete one task at a time and you have to stay organized in the tasks that you're doing. Like for me, I usually do a lot of heavy lifting on Wednesdays and Mondays because those days are always really busy for me. We're coming back from the beginning of the week. Wednesday, I do tons of invoices, tons of invoices. I probably run 10 10 to 25 invoices a day. I also post on my blog on Wednesday. So there's a lot that happens on Wednesdays. And for me, I know that. So maybe on Tuesday, that means I stop earlier. Or maybe on Tuesday, that means if I'm in the zone, I just like get a little bit of ahead for Wednesday. My last productivity hack is make sure you plan your day. Whether it means you plan it hour by hour, which is the most productive thing you can do, but it doesn't leave you much wiggle room. And sometimes, me personally, I like some wiggle room. I like to feel, I like to be in the moment, to feel what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. Um, So sometimes I just write down the tasks or the goals for the day, and then I do them in whatever order I see fit and necessary. Like I said, normally I record this podcast in the evenings. Um, and right now it's 4.15. Normally I record this at like 8 or 9. But tonight I have dinner plans. So that's not a realistic, not realistic for me. 
So I have to modify my schedule a little bit. And it's just, you have to know what you should be doing to be productive. Schedule your workout in there. Schedule your alone time. Schedule your time to read your book. Schedule the time to go to bed. And then try to stay close to that and you'll notice yourself feeling so productive and being so productive. And I know at the end of the days, I, I, you know, I'm a big writer. I love to write. I mean, someday, someday when I die, someone's going to go find all these notebooks and journals and be like, did this girl just write everything down that she ever thought ever? And the answer is probably yes. If you want to ever hear my inner monologue, just go read my notebooks because they're there. But in the evening, sometimes I'll write how I'm feeling. Cause usually by the evenings, honestly, I'm exhausted. I'm either exhausted or I'm all up in my feelings. Like I can go, 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 go during the day. And then in the evening, sometimes I just have to sit with my feelings or with how I'm feeling or with whatever may be going on that day at that time. And I know I mentioned a little bit ago about posting on Instagram and being on Instagram. I haven't done a Meals with Maddie in a while. So I've decided I'm going to do one again and we're going to do cauliflower pizzas. So if you're wanting to do the cauliflower pizzas with me, I'm going to leave the link in the in Amazon so that for... Oh my gosh, I can't speak. I'm going to leave the link for my like to know it so that you can go buy exactly the ones that I'm using. They take a little bit of time to ship. I can only find them at Amazon and I found them at Whole Foods once. So if you want to make big pizzas, you can get them at Whole Foods. I have not found them anywhere else other than Whole Foods. I'm using a specific brand. They have really low calories and we can make them together. But I, it takes a couple weeks for them to get here. So it'll be a couple weeks out, probably most likely I would guess on a Thursday since I like to do things on Thursdays. Um, so keep an eye out. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to yawn. Wow. The sound quality on this is not an A plus. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. Meals with Maddie. We're going to make cauliflower pizzas. It's going to be great. I will also try to leave it as an Instagram IGTV series so that if you happen to not have the pizza thins, you can get them. I would like to learn how to make a really easy cauliflower pizza crust with like four ingredients, but I'm still working on that. And if you need any other food inspo this past week um, on Monday, maybe it's Tuesday, on Tuesday, I ended up on the phone so I didn't get any of this on Instagram, but I made spaghetti squash, turkey meatballs, and a tomato sauce with garlic and a little bit of parm to top it off. And it was so good. And that's so healthy. So we can also do that on Meals with Maddie sometime soon. Spaghetti squash takes a little bit to cook though. So I think we'll have to prep that in advance. But keep an eye out on shopping for her next weekend. So send me all the tips, all the details, anything we should be looking for, any fun things at all let me know. And you can keep up with me on Instagram at Madison Dorncamp. You can keep up with me on my blog at madisondorncamp.net. And I will see you next week.